Hey, Halloween's coming up, so just in time, let's talk spirits. Jan Westcott is our guest. He's president and CEO of Spirits Canada. Please tell me, Jan, that you are indeed a man. Yes. I am. Awesome. Thank you. Father of a couple of children. Sometimes I'll say Jan and I'll refer to our guest as a sir, and then Jan is a lady. Uh, You're in good company. I get that from time to time, and uh, people are, I hope, pleasantly surprised. You know, uh, well, well, that's to be seen. That's to be decided, Jan. We're just getting to know each other right now. And does that not happen sometimes with Kelly as well? Oh, yeah, it does happen sometimes. Sure. Yep. Yeah. I mean, look at uh, Stephen Lecce. I think it's pretty obvious from the sound of my voice, the tone of my voice that I'm a woman. But Stephen Lecce, who's the Minister of Education today, called me Sir. <laughs> <laughs> Must be just out of respect. Uh, maybe. Then he called me Ma'am, and I think that was an insult because he did it three times. <laughs> not once, not twice, but thrice. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Um, this is uh, a report. Uh, the Canadian Center for Economic Analysis did a study. It was commissioned by the Association of Canadian Distilleries. And uh, basically, it talks about how um, our our new government, our Ford government, has decided that wine and beer can be sold in convenience stores and that this is not going to be fair. And it's not going to be good for people that make spirits in the province of Ontario, especially our independent spirit makers. Can you get into the nitty gritty of what's going on here? So uh, the previous government uh, extended the sale of beer and wine into grocery stores. And the new government under Mr. Ford said, uh, you know, that's kind of an interesting, good beginning, but it doesn't go far enough. And so they're looking at they haven't I don't think they made any final decisions. I think they put some ideas out there. Uh, and among those was uh, wider distribution of beer and wine. Yeah, I think and they're so, still in negotiation with yeah, the with the brewers. That's why the they that's why they're waiting. And so we have this bizarre situation uh, not created by the current government created by the present, the former government, that spirits that are made in Ontario uh, by people here in Ontario, and by the way, we've been making um, distilled spirits, whiskey, particularly Canadian whiskey here for over 160 years. Wow. Um, so you have this weird situation where products, beer and wine from other countries, gets better access to Ontario consumers than products made right here in Ontario by Ontario workers. And and we're very proud of the fact that 100% of the grain that we use to make our spirits is grown by Ontario farmers. And so our point is, really? Really? Is that really true? And it is, unfortunately. So, you know, we're saying to the to the government, as you go forward and you make you look at this and you make your decisions, please treat spirits fairly. Increasingly today, people that drink drink everything. It depends on where they are, it depends on what's available, it depends on the circumstances. But um, the old days of somebody only being a white wine drinker or only being a beer drinker or only, you know, drinking uh, a, a Ryan ginger, those are pretty much behind us, particularly with younger people. Um, Do you think that, you know, we vilify spirits here as, uh, as in, the, in the province? Because, I mean, our show has an official drink, which is the fun and tonic. It's my little pet name for the gin and tonic. But I think, is that part of the reason why they don't want to put, you know, what they call as hard liquor on I the think, shelves I, in convenience stores with beer and wine? 
I think that I think that old that that's true. I think part of that that is part of it. I think that's old mythology. Um, people don't think about our products anymore in those terms. You know, everybody, most consumers, in fact, the, the vast majority of consumers today, drink their products. Um, 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 you know, as standard drinks, it's a five ounce glass of wine, sometimes six or nine. It's a bottle of beer, mm-hmm. and it's a cocktail with an ounce and a half. You're lucky if you can get an outside full heads and half in a spirits cocktail. All of those drinks contain exactly the same amount of alcohol, and so this this old rubric of you know spirits being somehow different it's absolutely not true. And increasingly, consumers who are becoming more educated and more interested in, in sort of what they're drinking and the, and the amount of alcohol they're consuming for a whole bunch of reasons, health, driving, you name it, um, are much more focused on that and understand that all of those drinks are the same. So the, so the, the, the notion that that old myth that, you know, they're different is, is distorting uh, uh, the way we're coming at policy. And I mean, you, you know, the, here's the good news. We have a premier that stood up and said, listen, I trust adult Ontarians to make the right decisions, to make their own decisions. Government shouldn't be making those. And, and we think that's terrific. And if that's really true, then put spirits in the same places that you can buy beer and let the customer decide. Is this an oversight, do you think? No, I think it was very, it was very deliberate by the former government. But, and, and so, but I think there's an opportunity for, for Mr. Ford and his colleagues to write something that was not the right decision. So I think that's really what we're talking about here. Um, and, at, and, you know, if this is about giving uh, adult Ontarians more choice, let them actually have the choice. Let okay. them decide what they're going to buy. Dan, what if um, the government doesn't allow beer and wine into variety stores, into big box stores, into or what if they only allow, sorry, beer and wine into big box stores and, and convenience stores? What harm is this going to do to the spirits industry here in Ontario? So, um, well, if if you're if you are excluded from points of sale that are very convenient, like allowing people to buy uh, a bottle of wine or a bottle of beer or a bottle of whiskey when they go to buy their groceries. Those people won't go into the LCBO, the only place that you may be able to buy a bottle of spirits, and so spirit sales will decline. And we saw this in Quebec. When the government of Quebec moved to allow uh, first beer and then wine into large chain grocery stores in Quebec, the spirits industry had 40%, 40% of the beverage alcohol market in Quebec. About seven or eight or nine years later, that dropped to 14%. It decimated the business simply because convenience leads people to buy whatever is convenient to them, and they just stopped going to the SAQ stores, the equivalent of the LCBO, and it killed the business in Quebec. And so Ontario is the heart of the spirits industry in Canada. Um, What's that worth? Billions of dollars. What's the trickle-down effect? Because your study is saying there's a trickle-down effect, claiming that if one, uh, you know, for uh, if an... um, how many jobs, if there's one distillery job that vanishes, how many other jobs are going to be affected? Well, Cansia, this independent uh, analytical company, said for every distillery job that disappears, you're going to see five other jobs disappear. Because, you know, we, as I said, we source all of our grain. We're the fourth largest buyer of corn in Ontario. We're still the largest single purchaser of rye grain in Canada. Farmers depend on us. Small businesses depend on the industry. And it's, it's an industry that, you know, we're taking 
uh, Ontario materials and turning them into world-class products that we sell here and we sell all around the world. You know, there's been this debate going on in Canada in the last few years about why Canadians don't do more with their natural resources and our raw materials before we ship them out of the country. Well, we're kind of the poster child for that. We take modest grain, we convert it to alcohol, we add a huge amount of value through the branding process, and we sell those products here and all over the world. And you would think that's the kind of business that the government would be trying to encourage because it creates jobs, it creates economic wealth, it generates taxes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right, let me ask you this, Jan. Has the government consulted you about getting spirits into corner stores? Yes, we've had good discussions with them. The discussions are continuing. Uh, as you said, they, I, they, you know, they're a little bit focused right now on sorting out their issues with the uh, brewers. Uh, I think once they um, come to some conclusion on that, uh, we will continue to have stuff. So, I, you know, I would characterize the conversations that we've been having as very positive. Uh, I think they're open-minded. Um, I think, you know, there are some issues that they're looking at. One of the things that the Cancia report uh, indicated was that if if spirits are uh, not provided the same treatment as everybody else, which is you know, bizarre to think that we wouldn't be, but if they're not, the financial consequences to the government of Ontario are significant. They, and Cancia said, you're looking at probably a half a billion dollars uh, over the foreseeable future. I think they said 10 years in lost revenues. As you may know, the taxes on spirits are significantly higher than they are on beer and wine. So if you move consumers you know, because of some policy away from purchasing spirits, the government's going to take it on the chin. I mean, when I think everybody, uh, all of your listeners will know that when they walk into a store to buy a bottle of spirits, um, most of the money, most of the money, about 80% goes to the government. Wow. The, Actually, the I don't think most people know that 80% go to the government. 80%. That's a lot. So, so That's if, a lot of my sales, fun that's going sales, to the government. If the sales of spirits go down and people buy other things, yeah. the government's going to lose a lot of money. Jan, I, I wish you the best of luck. Well, thank you very much. Thanks so much. Thanks for being with us. Jan Westcott is president and CEO of Spirits Canada. Awful nice guy.